Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Turks and Chaos podcast. I'm your host, Patty Turk. This is episode 41. In this episode, I wanted to talk about how I've grown closer to my kids and have become a better parent with the help of my therapist. So let's just get right into it. I started therapy this past summer for the first time since high school. And in high school, it was like forced therapy and it was just talk therapy. So I would just talk about nothing really. Sea salt, complain, you know, whatever bothered a high school kid at the time. And it was very short-lived, maybe half a year. Anyways, so yeah, it was kind of a big thing for me to seek out therapy on my own. I reached out for help initially because I was experiencing anxiety attacks like every morning for a month or more straight, leading to insomnia, depression. It was not fun. I've always had anxiety that I've dealt with since I was a kid. I even went to the ER a handful of times due to panic attacks when I was in high school. And I never felt compelled to seek therapy, even even through all of that. I was always able to control it through mindfulness, breathing, positivity, yoga, self-help books. But for whatever reason, I wasn't able to pull anything helpful out of my tool belt this time. So I decided it was time to talk with a therapist and start figuring stuff out, gain a new perspective on things, get advice for what I should do to move in a better direction. A very popular therapy style for anxiety is CBT. It's cognitive behavioral therapy, which basically looks at your behaviors and habits and challenges you to be mindful of these automatic thoughts, these automatic thought loops, the processes, so you can tweak them to more positive and productive thinking, behaviors, habits, etc. And if you actually look online and see what the treatment is for anxiety disorders, for generalized anxiety disorder, it is medication, it is um, CBT, it is... um, you know, relaxation techniques. Um, but the most um, suggested treatment is the CBT because you really have to change um, just how you react to stress in life, how you react to anxiety when you experience it, how you, you know, it's just very important. Even being on medication, um, it's best to also utilize therapy in conjunction with the medication because the medication isn't going to change your habits. It's not going to change the way you think. It is going to help not have those, um, you know, anxious reactions. But when you get off of them, you're not going to have the habits set up to to get to maintain that kind of anxiety-free lifestyle. You know, um, CBT is really about changing how you live, how you think, to be healthier and um, more productive and positive. So I highly recommend looking into it. 
for whatever you're experiencing because I, it has been extremely helpful for me and um, it's it's a journey for sure. It's not just like, oh, you have you know one eye-opening session with your therapist and you're on your own. It's really, um, you have to continuously come back and question, why did I do that? Huh, you have to notice, I just, I just had this negative thought pop up or I just immediately went there, you know, to doomsday. Um, hmm, that's interesting. Now, what could I do differently? You know, so it's, it's, it's not like, oh, you learn it once and that's it. It's, you have, to, it's a practice. You have to continuously practice it. And so that's where I'm at right now. So basically, you start talking to the therapist and they reframe it for you in a positive way. And together, you take a look at implementing more positive actions for the situation, whatever it is it may be for you. So one day I brought up my kids and was grumbling over how stressful it is to have to always tell them to clean up the game room or pick up after themselves or whatever else my kids never do when I want them to, leaving dishes everywhere, taking food and drink upstairs when I specifically ask them, please don't do that. Anyways, my therapist picked up on my anger around my children and the stress And then she started asking questions that opened the door for me to reflect on my own part in this dilemma I had with my children and not listening to me or helping around the house. First, she asked what my kids saw me do most days. And at the time, I spent a lot of my day in my room, in my bed. I'd get up to change the baby, to feed him, to start a load of laundry or to do the dishes. But then I'd go right back to my bed. It should have been more obvious to me that I had picked up some bad habits, but that's the thing with mental health. Most of the time, you don't always notice the journey of the decline until you're in the thick of it. So here I was concerned that my kids spent too much time on the TV or in their rooms while I was spending too much time in my room watching TV. I didn't take time to connect with my kids during the day. I was hiding in my room. When I would emerge from my room, I would see mess and just snap or make a comment about the mess. And so my kids started running out of sight when they'd hear me come so that they didn't have to listen to me nag. Not all of them, but one of my kids in particular would like dart down the hall so I I wouldn't see him in the game room so that he didn't have to listen to me. And one day my therapist said something that really made an impact on me. She said that subconsciously, maybe, my son could be making messes because he knows that's when I'll give him any type of attention, which at the time, unfortunately, was how it was. And that made so much sense to me, like, oh, he could be continuing to make this nasty, like, bathroom mess because he knows I'm going to be pissed off about it. But, and I know that he knows better and I know that he's capable of cleaning up after himself. So to me, it's like, I'm not even, I don't even understand the thought process that went into this mess because it should be 
not like this in the first place. But it made a lot of sense that that was something that did get attention. And if he's seeking attention, it doesn't really matter. You know, with kids, it doesn't matter if it's positive or negative. Attention is attention, especially when they're feeling neglected or starved for attention. Um, So I started making it a point to just smile and say hi when I walked past them instead of crabbing about the condition of the room. And I would go sit next to them and just watch their weird YouTube videos with them or watch him play one of my kids play video games. And slowly but surely, I actually realized that the bathroom messes aren't, I don't really notice them as much. They've definitely gotten a lot better. But even better, my relationship with my children are be- is... Uh, I'm, I'd say it's, we're still working on it because it's one of those things where it's like you need to continuously put in um, the work and the time with relationships, but for sure um, the relationship with my children has become more enjoyable. I have to say still messy, but at least I'm not stomping around angry and I've created a healthier environment because of that in my house for my kids and myself. I walk with my kids each night, one at a time, and they really look forward to those walks now as a chance to talk about life and school drama and whatever else is on their mind. I love that time with them. They're disconnected from their electronics. I'm disconnected from mine. I don't have anything else, no distractions for me to say, oh, wait, I have to go do this. Wait, tell me later. Wait, I'm sorry, I can't do this right now. You know, it's just me and them on a walk. Um, we have two dogs, so they don't go out at the same time. So one of them walks the little one, the other one, um, walks the big one. So that's how I have that individual time with them. Um, and my dogs are happy with the attention that they're getting each night and I'm happy to be getting exercise. It's a win, win, win all around. So back to therapy. I was still bothered by the messes around the house and felt that all I do is clean, 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 and that I have no other purpose in my day other than to clean. So now she recommended delegating chores to my children and having them help more with these things that I didn't want to do all by myself anymore. Sure, they had their daily chores such as feed the animals, empty the dishwasher, pick up your stuff. But I started writing everything down each day that I wanted or needed cleaned or tidied. I would make this list while they were at school and it came out to about two chores per kid and left me with one or two things for myself. Now when I pick them up, they ask what the chores are. They claim their two tasks and some of them prefer to get them out of the way as soon as they get home. The other ones prefer to wait as long as possible yeah, sometimes they're fighting over which chore they're going to do. So then I have to say, okay, no, you're doing this, you're doing that, that's it. Some of them try to barter, like, I'll do the laundry all week if I don't have to do this. Either way, they get their chores done each day and I have a cleaner home and I feel happy, proud, proud of them, and less anxious about being overwhelmed. And when I wake up in the morning, I don't see the dirty house and think, that's all me. I think, oh, I have some things to add to the list for them to do. 
Now, sure, you may think it's so obvious. Why did I need to have a therapist tell me that? And in the past, I think I've even included in my blog and my podcasts that when you're starting to feel overwhelmed, that means it's time to start handing out more responsibilities to your children as they grow older. Um, you know, you don't, you shouldn't be responsible for everything in the house. I mean, especially for me, I have four kids and they're getting older now. They are capable of making big messes, but they're also capable of cleaning. And I need to start putting a little bit more on their plate and taking some off of mine, especially in the times when I'm feeling like completely weighed down by it all and super overwhelmed to where I'm not even enjoying my day anymore. It's, you know, it's important that as a mom, you have extra oomph to give to your family, to yourself, to whatever else you want to be able to give your energy towards, not just the energy goes to doing something that doesn't really make you happy. It's something that needs to be done, but it's not something that makes you happy. So yeah, I've, I've, I knew that, but really sometimes you need to have someone you know who's trying to help you give you advice like that. I felt a little guilty for asking my kids to clean after they had already been at school all day, but having a, a professional give me the permission to do that to give them more, to give them more responsibility, was just the push I needed to let go of that unhealthy thinking. My kids will need to learn how to clean their house on top of working when they are older, and I shouldn't have to drown when I have able-bodied children I can ask to carry some more of their own weight. I mean, I have a middle schooler now. He'll be driving a car in five years. He can mop a floor and scrub toilets now. Like, come on. But also, what kind of an example are you setting for your children if if you're not asking for help? If if they see you being completely overwhelmed in the housework um, and not coming up, like when you're so overwhelmed in life, but you're not coming up with a solution, you know, you're not teaching them how to come up with solutions so that they can be happier or live better lives or for things to flow better you're just teaching them that that's life being overwhelmed being unhappy um and that's that you know just live with it so i'm doing i'm doing something positive for myself but also ultimately for my children for the chores one thing that my son prefers the older one the oldest he prefers doing the laundry so i've taught him how to use the laundry machine the washer the dryer you know all that good stuff and his room is right next to the laundry room so it's perfect for him to keep the laundry going i love it my other kids love clearing off the kitchen and dining tables and spraying them down another awesome thing because i love like the look of clean counters it just makes everything seem less cluttered so having extra hands bring the home together opens up more space in my head, more time in my day to do things I actually enjoy doing, like decorating the house, which, you know, is something that I haven't been focusing on, but something that 
I actually enjoy doing, making the house look pretty. Instead of just spending all my time cleaning the house, I can actually focus on, you know, like adding a new candle or um, sprucing it up for particular holidays or, you know, when there are no holidays going on, buying like a side table or looking for a piece of furniture that, you know, would be a good addition to a certain room. Um, And then also time to create my podcast or, you know, to go out and have, you know, just to go out and do something and not feel guilty that I'm leaving my house a mess. I know that it'll get done. And I also, it's teaching me to be patient because when I wake up in the morning, the house doesn't get cleaned. You know, whatever messes that are there, I'm waiting until my kids get home from school. So that's teaching me, you know, just because I see the mess, it doesn't have to, I don't have to rush to do it right now. I don't have to be cleaning all day long. I just have to wait a little bit. My kids will be home and then their chores will be done and things will start looking better. And then I can assess what still needs to be done. And instead of having 10 things on my plate, now I have two or three things on my plate. Um, And that's huge. It's absolutely huge. Some of the things that I on the topic of chores some of the things and I'll go into this more in another episode um with um the topic being around kids and chores but um some of the chores that I have them do now on top of their old daily chores so they used to do like I mentioned just feeding the animals so feed the dogs feed the cat um and then they would rotate unloading the dishwasher so that all I would have to do is load it up. And then of course I would have them like, okay, put your backpack away, clean that up, clean that up. You know, I would just be like, that's a mess. Can you please clean that up? That's a mess. Please clean that up. That's a mess. Please. And then all day long, I would just be saying that's a mess over there. That's a mess over there. So now when I have the list that I create, I go around and I assess the house and I say, you know, I'd really love, okay, the game room needs to be clean. So I write that down and I get a little bit specific, like, okay, Um, it needs to be dusted. The entertainment stand needs to be dusted. You need a vacuum and you need to pick up the trash and put the toys away. Um, or I need the floors picked up and then I need the living room spruced up. So fix the pillows on the sofa, dust, and, you know, pick up the floor. So the toys are put away and whatever else. Um, or sweeping the floors, um, mopping the floors, you know, sometimes I'll just do that on my own after they have everything picked up just because that's one of the things that they grumble more about. And it's kind of like, or whatever, I'll just do that during the day while they're at school anyways, because then they're all out of the house. But those are things that I have had my kids do previously. Um, collect all the trash before trash day from all the bathrooms, take the garbage out. Um, I have them cleaning bathrooms now. So scrubbing the tub, the shower, the toilet, the sink, cleaning the mirror, um, making sure there's toilet paper, things like that. Um, That has been super helpful. Um, And then like I had mentioned, cleaning off the kitchen counters, spraying them down, cleaning off the dining room and the little console tables there, Um, getting the clutter out of the way. It just makes the house, you know, I have um, four kids and three of them are old enough to do chores. So having me and three other people on deck to clean up the house has been really, really nice. And I don't feel alone. I feel like, 
kind of motivated when I see them clean, which I notice is something when I had moved out of my mom's house, it was kind of a bummer. And I'm like, you know, this is a bummer. I have all the chores that I have to do myself now. You know, when it was with her, she would like clean the dishes and do the kitchen. I would cook and clean the rest of the house. And so it was nice. Like we kind of bounced off of each other with that kind of, um, you know, the rhythm. And so now I just kind of was on my own and felt like, I have to do everything. I found myself cleaning all day long. And of course, no wonder I was not happy. I or wanted to hide. I was hiding from the mess because I knew that I was the only one that would be cleaning that up. Or if I left my room, all that there would be for me to do was to clean. So that's like super depressing. So I'm definitely working on my, um, my daily routine so that it's more balanced. Um, having kids help with the chores is super beneficial. And I think that they feel more confident too. Um, when they see, you know, like not confident, but more prideful, proud of themselves from like, I have a part in this house too, you know? So, and with each week, each session with my therapist, I'm held accountable for my week and it helps me stay on track with my healthy habits and the progress while I wait for them to become more like automatic habits. Therapy is wonderful. And if you're feeling overwhelmed in motherhood with housework, not feeling that va-va-boom for life at the moment, try talking to a professional. They can help you with fresh ideas to get yourself out of the funk. You'll be surprised how your life starts to change for the good if you are open-minded and committed to positive change. I highly recommend. So, yes, therapy has helped me immensely um, start to see my part in my relationships and especially with my children. You know, I want to raise them a certain way. And she points out, basically, are you... providing an example for them to learn that are they seeing you do those things that you want them to do um you know if you want them to have a good bond with each other are you showing them that you have a good bond with with your siblings you know if you want them to reach out to each other and rely on each other is that what you're showing them by doing that with your brothers and so it's really something to think about and and it does make a ton of sense but you know having someone there point those things out to you and make you start thinking um getting outside of your thinking cycle that got you to where you are super helpful um so yep thumbs up for therapy (laughs) and i wanted to end this episode with a quote And I think that I'm going to start making that like a weekly thing now. Like, oh, here's the quote. (laughs) Here's the quote of the, of the episode, the quote of the week. Um, because yeah, I just feel compelled to do so. So here's the first one of this new season. And it is nothing is particularly hard if you break it down into small jobs. And let me add to that quote. If you break it down into small jobs and have small little children help you. (laughs) Until next time, have a good week.
find time to relax and delegate, delegate, delegate. You don't have to do everything on your own. Until next time, out. Thanks for listening to the Turks and Chaos podcast. You can catch this podcast every Wednesday. And for more Turks and Chaos, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at the Turks and Chaos.